0: Welcome everybody. We are live. We are live. My name is Jason Aponte. I am Andrew Pasquini. We're working. That's it. We're working over here. That's it. Let's go,
1: Niners. Let's go, Niners. Sprint ride option. Podcast. Oh man, we are live. Jason, we're gonna start this episode by going into the way back machine. We're gonna go all the way back to Monday. And remember Monday when we did this podcast, and people were saying Hey, Jason and Andrew, do you think Jimmy should start on Sunday or Trey should start on Sunday? And we said, we're not even going to know by Friday, so let's pump the brakes on that question because we probably don't know now. We probably won't know by Friday. Guess what, Jason Aponte? We don't know, and it is Friday. Uh, This is a new episode of the Spirit Ride Option Podcast. I'm Andrew Pasquini, Jason Aponte. To my right, I decided to do a cold open there. Uh, How are you doing on this lovely uh, Friday evening? uh i guess it's friday night for you but how are you doing today jason
0: i could tell you but i just really don't feel like it at this point so (laughs) you know i I, I, i'll i'll let you know I'll, i'll let you know after the game on sunday i
1: i feel like your kyle shanahan impression hits better when they can hear the complexion in your voice than when you just tweet it it's like sarcasm doesn't carry on twitter uh sarcasm you know your Kyle Shanahan impression doesn't apparently carry over because we are live this is a new episode uh, Jason did the Shanahan impression on Twitter um I hope I convince you to tell me how you're doing now
0: okay well for you I will I'm great <laughs> man uh, I'm great and uh you know let's do a little housekeeping real quick anybody mm-hmm. that's here watching the show on YouTube make sure you hit that like button make sure you subscribe hit that notification bell I have a feeling you're going to want to tune into the postgame show one way or another.
1: One way or another.
0: Right? So uh, right now, uh, we got a game to talk about. And you know what's funny, Andrew? You talked about going back in the time machine. Yes. So let's go back in the time machine.
1: Let's go back into the time machine.
0: Schedule comes out.
1: Schedule comes out, yep.
0: And the last game of the season is against the Los Angeles Rams. And yep. we think, oh, man, how cool would that game be? for the division let that be the game that is is the the week 18 game for the division well it's not exactly for the division but it does have the stakes that you wanted and that is all we could really ask for it's kind of funny how mm-hmm. things work out it's kind of funny how things work out it's, it was well that game's not gonna be for the division after a little while but it turns out the stakes are just as high mm-hmm. as we had hoped so our high hopes high stakes Boom, all put together. And I, I just thought of that right now. That wasn't something I was planning on talking about.
1: Hey, well, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking. We're here. This is the second time in three years that, I mean, I can't say week 17 anymore because we're in week 18. Uh, this is the second time in three years that uh, the Niners are coming down to the last game of the season, and their playoff positioning is is in question, and and this is the second time that they're going to have to go on the road and do it. Uh, obviously, 2019. Um you know, the Seattle game. Uh, This one's a little different because the Niners and Rams are not fighting for the same thing. Uh, The Rams are obviously in a better position right now. They're in the playoffs. The 49ers aren't. Um, And I saw somebody ask how you can get me in fantasy. Uh, Just just request me through espn or yahoo see what happens i don't know maybe we'll have another pro day to uh to, to see what happens maybe try and no, more pro, no, no more, more pro days no more pro days i'm retired Remember
0: me that's it i'm not running around anymore i'm tired man i'm tired no I'm done.
1: no did you did you not see jordan jordan kind of threw you a bone he he said that the velo on my ball was so hard you had to drop that pass so that's you know
0: realistically i was gassed man like running routes is hard I don't, I don't care if you're throwing against air or anything like that or you're just running against air. Gosh, man. just And then being the only one and then just like, all right, do it again. And it's just like, damn it, man. It's hard.
1: Uh, Derek says, on the road, that stadium is going to be 80% red. Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand L.A. Uh, is not exactly a football town that loves their hometown teams. But I, I think on the road, though, like we're talking about guys not being able to sleep in their own bed, hotel-type stuff. Uh, so I think that stuff still affects them. So yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, but it's still on the road. They have to play in LA. Um, so let's, let's talk about the playoff implications in this game. Shall we Jason? Cause there are plenty of them. So the simplest way the Niners can get this done is they win. The Niners win. They are in, they are making the playoffs. I don't know exactly. I'm not, I'm not sure how the seating's going to work regardless. Uh, Cause I'm not too worried. I'm more worried about the Niners making the playoffs. Um if the Niners do not win, they lose down in Los Angeles uh, and the Saints lose to the Falcons. The Niners are in. Congratulations. Not the way we wanted to do it, but hey, they're there. Uh, but if the Niners lose and the Saints beat the Falcons, well, this is the last game preview of the season. Uh, so so there's what it is. Uh, and I want to say this because I think the best option is the tie. I am all in on the tie option. If the Niners and Rams tie, the Niners clinch a playoff spot and the Rams clinch the NFC West. A little bit of I scratch your back, you scratch mine. I I I'm all for that. That that's that's a possibility. I could mean, you, could you?
0: And all right, you know what? A tie would be fitting in the sense that this season has been absolute chaos. Yeah. So that would be fitting right? Like a win or a loss. That's anticlimactic. Like really let's keep this chaotic. Like an absolute tie. That's exactly the bow on the, on this entire year, let alone the season. That would be the absolute bow on this entire year of covering this team because it's been absolute madness and chaos all year.
1: Oh, I'm going to go one further and I may or may not imply collusion. And Does maybe Sean work? McVay and Kyle Shanahan, they still friends. Maybe they got over the Aaron Rodgers thing or not the Rodgers thing. What, what were they angry about the Stafford thing? No, that's Lafleur. I'm making up whole things. Um, God, I mean, they're all the same coach at some point, right? Um, maybe they collude, maybe they collude and they say, Hey, you know, we, cause like, here's my thing and Vader Joe, I see it. The Rams don't want us in. Sure. That's a possibility. And I think that holds some weight. Um, but the Rams are playing for something here too, and the Rams—I I don't know if 49er fans know this—it's a—it's a really well-kept secret, Jason. You might not even know this. They've really struggled against the 49ers as of recently. No. Um, yeah, I know that's wild, right? Like I—I no. I, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Um, so I definitely think there's if 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 the past shows there's a little motivation for the Rams. I'm just gonna say this. Listen, I don't think we're gonna have any type of collusion. Um, but if this is a close game, uh, coming to the end of game and potentially going to overtime, I could see a situation where both teams play for the tie. Andrew, I'm just saying,
0: I, I I mean, I love the laid back nature of this conversation. I love how casual we are because it's a little tense right now. A lot of 49ers fans, (laughs) a lot of 49ers fans on the edge of their seat, whether it's about the quarterback situation or whether it's about, Hey, are we going to make the playoffs? That's fine. I get that. We're about eight minutes in. You, you we, we wanna start talking about this thing? Like, you know, like
1: well, sure I mean in the way we, we are talking about it because we're talking about all the outcomes, but yeah, let's talk about it. Um, obviously the big story, and I see somebody asking about Trent. Um, I know he has an injury he's going through, but it sounds like Shanahan's confident he can play. Um, so I'm gonna take him at his word. Um, so obviously the big conversation here as and, and it's it's funny, Jason, right? Because this is a conversation we have had. Since you were in Cleveland uh, mm-hmm. at that restaurant, Trey or Jimmy, Trey or Jimmy, Trey or Jimmy, and of course, like no other way. Week eighteen, we have the exact same conversation. It is Trey or Jimmy, and if if we're doing the whole election night, what's the feel right now? Is is this is this candidate going to win? Is this candidate going to win? We don't know, but this is what it feels like. Yesterday was the day where it really felt like to me, and and you could correct me if I'm wrong. This is this is a Jimmy game. Uh, whether you and I'm not saying you, Jason, I'm saying you as a 49er whole, 49er fan whole, disagree with it. That's that's what it seems like at this point.
0: Yeah, and realistically, I don't know why I keep saying that. Man, I was on lockdown 49ers last night, and I think I counted like five times that I said realistically over and over, and I don't know why yeah. that is, but um. This feels right for it to be this discussion around this because of how it started, and now it's like that meme, whoa, 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 the consequence of my own actions. And now you're in a position where if this game goes one way or the other, you're going to have to answer questions about how you handled this quarterback situation. So you tried to put it off as best you could, and you thought you were going to get away from it. Mm -hmm. But here we are, week 18. Let me take this real quick from uh, Gabriel. Jason, thank you for your realistic and unbiased perspective. Do you think Jeff and Mitchell tag team, the carries, Jeff has fresher legs than Mitchell. This is going to be a 40 run game if the 49ers have their way, same way Mm -hmm. that they did last time. So you would hope so. I'll say this real quick before I I get back to the original point. The way Jeff Wilson was used in the original Monday night game, in the initial Monday night game, he was not used as a runner. He was used as, uh, you know, in that tight end spot coming over and blocking. And this was before he was as effective as we've seen him lately. So who knows what Shanahan's got up his uh, his sleeve right now at this point. But um, for whatever reason, again, I kind of have to eat a little bit crow here because I, I kept saying that Elijah Mitchell was out of necessity the workhorse, but Jeff Wilson was healthy, and they gave him everything. And if you remember how it played out in that Rams game, I believe he had 27 carries for 93 yards. Wasn't exactly efficient, but it was less about how many yards he had per carry and about holding the ball and the time of possession. And I think that, again, the 49ers have the formula less that Shan- Shan- uh, Shanahan o- owns McVeigh, more, more that Shanahan owns their defensive philosophies mm-hmm. and has a strategic way to get it done because Jimmy Garoppolo's won four times, Nick Mullins has won once. So people forget the whole 5 0 thing. Yeah, that's Jimmy 4, Nick Mullins won. And that's based on what? On the principles that 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 Shanahan is, is exploiting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, real quick. Um, George, hello guys. I'm wishing y'all good afternoon. How was your guys' day? Hoping the 49ers win on Sunday with quarterback Trey Lance. So so that brings me right back. I'm I'm glad that you did that. a uh, shout out to George, man. Appreciate that. So it's really funny that. Kyle Shanahan thought that he could manage this thing where you know I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to have to answer questions about Trey Lance we're going to win enough games with Jimmy Garoppolo where we're going to put this off and here we are Mm -hmm. and that's why he's so annoyed that's why he's so annoyed he's upset because he handled things the way that he thought where he could put all of this stuff off and Trey Lance puts up a second half like that last week while Jimmy Garoppolo isn't 100%, because let's face it, if he starts or not, he's not 100%, one way or another. And now, the consequences of your own actions have brought you back to what we were talking about in training camp. It's funny how things work. Time is a Mm -hmm. flat circle, if anybody's ever seen True Detective, and this is the 49er (laughs) season. Yeah, you like that, right? Uh, This is the 49er season in a nutshell. Talking ourselves in circles, and here we are again. Go ahead, Andrew
1: here's here's my concern and, and and this is something you know we, we we've said it before we are not pro Jimmy guys, we're not anti-Jimmy guys we we're, we're we watch football and we tell you guys what we think. I think it is going to be much easier for Kyle Shanahan to explain this game if they lose this is an if they lose situation if he chooses to start Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo and, and the reason I say that. Is we are talking about a quarterback who threw for the first time yesterday in two weeks consistently at least. I know he's kind of you know throwing the ball like I threw at that park in Santa Clara that one day, uh, just just to see the feel and all that stuff. But the last time we saw him, he was a large part why they lost that game against Tennessee. I, I mean, I, I if anybody wants to say the defense, just block me on Twitter because. The third downs, Jimmy Garoppolo put them in those situations every time. Not only did he have a bad game, he had an injury that he allegedly didn't tell the Niners about. I'm going to use allegedly because I don't know what's going on. That he didn't tell the Niners about neither during the game, the weekend following, and he waited until Monday to let them know. Uh, So he put the Niners in a position to lose a game they needed to win because he wasn't healthy and then he didn't have a good game. Um, And now you're coming off of a game where a rookie – looks good in the second half like I know the first half wasn't great but he definitely had a second half that makes you forget that first half wasn't good and I'm not just saying that because it's Trey Lance if Jimmy Garoppolo had the exact same game I'd be saying the exact same things about it right to me there is too many question marks because what what I, I know the Niners never gave an official timeline but what did they say four to six months that's or not months weeks uh that that's usually what the injury is And now you're telling me 17 days after the injury, like, no, he's fine. He can grip a football and throw a football. To me, it's a lot easier to explain. I would rather go in with my guys that I know are 100%, that I know that are 100%. I know that he's more comfortable with Garoppolo than Lance. I understand that. But this isn't a game where you go in and you're not sure about how you're starting – quarterback is feeling entering it and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting, just go with the guy, you know, is hundred percent healthy who put on one hell of a second half last week. I, I, I get that. Um, so, so that that's my take on it. I think it's easier that if the Niners lose because you start Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that's easier to explain then. Yeah. We picked the guy who didn't throw a football for two weeks before Thursday was injured and what didn't play well the last time we saw him. Uh, Michael, thank you for the donation. Watch Ramsey use a five man line to disrupt our run. Um, they haven't done it yet. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, they haven't really adjusted yet. So I have, I mean, I have thoughts on six that. Six times the charm, right?
0: Right. So I have thoughts on that actually, too. And I mentioned this. I hate that I used it on the Lockdown 49ers podcast. Should have saved it for our podcast. But when you're on with those goats, you got to bring your A game. So, But I'll, I will reiterate for anybody who didn't hear what I had to say in terms of what the Rams' defense is. Brandon Staley was here last year. He's obviously the head coach right now of the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. He runs a lot of two-high, meaning they don't care about you running the ball on them. Like, you can run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. We're not going to give up anything over our head. Mm-hmm. The difference is the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo under center are not trying to go over your head. No, nope. And they haven't changed that. I understand Raheem Morris is there now. But all of those same principles are in there. They literally left the same scheme and said, Raheem, run it this way. The same way. Run it this way and, you know, throw some little flavor on it. That's why when you're wondering, well, why don't they just sit in the middle of the field? Well, why don't they just load the box? That's not what they want to do. And they haven't changed that since the 49ers have done that. Their Mm -hmm. run defense has improved 100%. It has. Von Miller's actually been very good in run defense. But... They're not going to change that. You go 17 weeks with the same defensive philosophy, and then you're going to change it in week 18. Again, like Andrew alluded to, six times the charm. Why haven't you done this before? Yeah. Other thing. Again, winning the game with Nick Mullins. This is all on the 49ers offense to sustain drives, tire out that defense. And again, the Rams, when you punch them, they don't want to get hit. They're not built like that. Take the ball and they go home. If you look at how they play against winning teams, winning records, they can get folded. Very much akin to the Green Bay Packers in 2019. When you punch the Packers, they don't want to play like that. We're going to go home and that's it. We're done. The Ravens are very much like that. And they would have lost this past game against the Ravens if Lamar Jackson was healthy. So you can beat up on the Jaguars all you want. You can beat up on subpar teams all you want. The 49ers do something that you don't like, and as they hit you, and Kyle Shanahan knows how to exploit those linebackers who are bad in coverage, and he's going to get Debo Samuel lined up on them. He's going to get advantageous matchups with George Kittle lined up on them. He's not going to throw the ball at Jalen Ramsey. Why would you? It's not smart. And he's also not going to drop back. 25 times so aaron donald can have a chance to beat guards or wherever it is that he's at it's so funny how the rams whatever it is that they do on defense the 49ers literally want to do that on offense you want to keep everything in front of you cool this 49ers offense isn't trying to take shots over your head especially with jimmy garoppolo
1: mm-hmm.
0: you want to let them run the ball cool this 49ers team wants to run the ball yeah. it's so funny the chess match is so weird and they have not adjusted. They just have. And this is where they're at they're, they're This is what I give D'Amico Ryan's credit for. Week to week, opponent, opponent. Again, I want to run with a, a nickname, the chameleon, because week to week, he's changing it up based on personnel, based on uh, matchups, all of those things. So that's why it's more impressive what D'Amico's doing. Hey, you got the Bengals? Cool. We're going to run a bunch of cover two and make sure that we have our rookie cornerback covered up for as long as we can. Okay, this game, they don't really have uh, advantageous matchups? Cool. We can run a little bit more man this week. But for whatever reason, the Rams just continue to slam their head against the wall. And as much as McVay, halfway through the season, usually switches everything and and uses his, his philosophy change. And, and and now they're in heavy formations, which is why Sonny Michelle has been going crazy. The defense just doesn't. And Brandon Staley has left that imprint, not only on the Rams. A lot of teams are running that, that too high yeah. look, where it's just like, we don't want to give up big explosives. But what if the team in front of you doesn't care about those explosives no. and is trying to milk the clock? It doesn't make sense. That's
1: the it, thing. It's a small advantage for a team like the 49ers in a league that everybody's looking for the next big explosive quarterback. They still have a quarterback who's like, nah, we good with that. So it, it works out, right?
0: <laughs> and the other thing is, too, is their philosophy is, all right, you want to score points? We got an offense that can score points, too. And we're going to outscore you. But what happens if that offense is on the sideline for 11 minutes and Matthew Stafford has an off game and he's throwing interceptions? Now that plan goes to hell. That's mm-hmm. why they don't beat winning teams. You can mess around like that with the Jaguars and a bunch of subpar teams. You cannot mess around like that. The Packers punched them in the mouth. The Niners punch them in the mouth. That's different when you play winning teams. The Rams aren't built like that. Let's take this donation from George. That man is Debo Samuel. Y'all need to recognize every day on that Rams defense is going to get violated. That's it.
1: Um, and then Zark Muckerbird, uh, said in response to one of the things you said, yes, they're going to change it for this game. They have the uh, they already have their playoff spot locked up. They don't. If the Rams lose this game and the Cardinals win this game, you're talking about the difference between the Rams hosting a playoff game next week
0: the number two seed.
1: Or them and the number two. Well, actually, they could still get the number three seed. If the Niners win and the Buccaneers win, uh the Niners would face the Rams next week as the three seed. Um, But if the Rams lose this and the Cardinals win, the Rams are going to Dallas. So it, 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 this is a big game. This is, yes, I understand the Rams are in the playoffs, but this is a big game. This, this is a big game for the Rams because, they're, I mean, you, you we saw it with the uh, 19 Niners how important home field is throughout. Are the, is that Niners team going to Green Bay and beating the Packers? Maybe, because the Niners did dominate the Packers that year. But it's a lot different when you're, you're having to travel places in the playoffs, right? This isn't like they're going to go to Los Angeles and have an 80% red stadium. They're going to go to Dallas, which is a tough place to play.
0: Right. And this is gut check time for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Are you going to let Big Brother keep whipping your ass? You don't think that they're thinking about that? You don't think that they're going to go out there and say, hey, we can we can not only stop this winning streak and knock this team out and solidify our spot. They're going to be playing as hard as they can, as hard as they can in this one. So they're tired of hearing it. Debo Samuel had to answer questions about whether Aaron Donald knows who he is. Aaron Donald's tired of hearing it. We've been making Brunskill memes all week because he's been getting cooked by Daniel Brunskill. And it's the weirdest thing that makes no sense in the Mm -hmm. world that literally the best football player probably in the world is stopped by a guy who bounced around from different football leagues and is just a, you know, you know, a replacement level guy. Like let's, let's keep it a buck with Daniel Brunskill. Uh, it's just funny to me. It's just really funny. All of this stuff Um, real quick. Let's get to some donations. Uh, Shout out to Jamal, man. Thank you for the donation, buddy. I um, fully it, expect that Shanahan will look to exploit the Rams linebackers and coverage. Keep up the great coverage friends. I agree. He's going to use, what he knows he can get out of it. And and that's why Jimmy was hurt last year on the ankle, but he was fine in that game. Even though he missed juice on the wheel throw, he still hit Kittle on fourth down um, over the middle. And again, that's where they want to live. And that's where the Rams are like, fine, throw it there. We don't care. Just don't go over our heads. And (laughs) let's see. George says, I still feel the Rams are too confident. They're confident will be the downfall. If we stick to our game plan, we should win if Trey. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers 49ers can control this game on both sides of the ball with their offense, right? Mm -hmm. 11-minute drive to start that Monday night football game, Matthew Stafford, arm punt, 49ers don't score, pick six, game's over. They go down 17 to nothing. They're not built to come back like that, you know, and they just aren't because then you're just being predictable at that point. And now that Mosley's back, shout out to Mosley. That's really big. If Jimmy Ward gets back, And this secondary is Ward, Tart, Mosley, Ambry. This is January 7th, and we're talking about being happy that Ambry Thomas is back and and hoping that he will play right? It's crazy. How how is that? Right. Aziz Alshair might play in this game. Drake Greenlaw may play in this game. There's nobody that's out of this game right now. Moe Hurst might play in this game. The 49ers, realistically, there it is, that's two, might be the healthiest that they've been on defense at the right time, at the Mm -hmm. right time. So the Rams have to get off to a good start. If the 49ers get off to that start where that first drive goes swimmingly, they, they're they converting fourth downs. It's a, it's a 10, 11 minute drive. That defense is on the field. It's not going to go the Rams way. They are not built to come back. They're not built like that. They're just not.
1: Um, and you mentioned the injuries, Jason. So I guess it's helpful to go through the injury report that came out today. Uh, thank you for the donation. I'm nobody you need to know. That's a great name. Everybody like. that you need. To yeah, know. I need to know. I, I, I think I need to know. Um, Aziz Alshair is questionable with the knee injury. He hasn't practiced this week. Uh, Trent Williams hasn't practiced this week. He's questionable as well. It sounds like Shannon's pretty confident that he's going to play. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, questionable with that right thumb. It it seems like he is trending towards playing on Sunday. Uh, Dre Greenlock questionable with a groin injury. Uh, Maurice Hurst questionable with a calf. Joukowsky Tart questionable with a shoulder. All these guys are limited practices. Marcel Harris questionable with the Achilles. Um, And then I think the two big ones were Elijah Mitchell and Talanoa Hufunga. Uh, They were limited practices this week. They both were full participants. They are no longer on the injury report. So the 49ers are... Considering it's week 18 and nobody is is confirmed out at this point, relatively healthy.
0: Joe, um, the Rams did come back, but if Lamar Jackson's there, that game's put away much earlier, much earlier. Like, no disrespect to Tyler Huntley, who's done a really good job. But if Lamar Jackson's scoring touchdowns and that offense doesn't stall out, the Rams are cooked. So they're not built to come back against teams that have competent offenses that are working. They're not. Keep
1: going. Uh, oh, here we go. Brittany, thank, you, thank you for the donation uh, at SRO. Is this statement true or false? And this is actually a very interesting question because I've never thought about this question. And I, I like it when people ask questions I never have thought about. Uh, 49ers players have taken the uh, true or false. 49ers players take these games personally in the same vein that the Seahawks players took it playing against Harps. I'm assuming you mean in terms of the rivalry against the Rams. I, th- I, th- I think in that context. Um, I, I would say, yeah, I, I mean, I think that statement's true. I mean, I think there's definitely a pride thing in knowing this is a team we like There, there is definitely like, I don't think any player on either side would say it, but there's definitely a confidence from the 49ers walking into this game saying we have won five in a row against this Rams team, no matter who our quarterback was. And a, a Rams player sure as hell wouldn't say it like this. Um, but I guarantee you there's, there's that question in the back of their mind like can can we beat this team in a, in a game where we need to beat them so yeah i i would say true to that statement yeah
0: and when people make the parallels between well seattle and how they own the 49ers that's over like multiple regimes what i'm talking about with the way that the 49ers and rams interact is that their defensive philosophies play into exactly what the 49ers want to do whether it's jimmy garoppolo or nick mullins under center Nick Mullins wasn't going to push the ball down the field. They were just going to run the ball a bunch and attack them at their weak points and attack the linebackers. And that's what they're going to do again. So it's less about the psychological advantage of, man, we got to go to Seattle. We never win over there. More about, I don't know how we're going to stop this. And we really don't have a plan to stop this. And I think that like with the 49ers in Seattle, they're always just waiting for the bad thing to happen or the weird thing to happen. And something always weird happens where in the 49ers Rams, these last five, it's been the 49ers just do what they want, and you can't stop that. So, I mean, I hope that answered the question real quick, but uh, let's see. Um, chillin wants to know, Aponte, did you have that beard in the preseason? I did, Chillin, but it wasn't as luxurious and dark, and that's something that I've been working on a lot. My father, for Christmas, he got me a beard shampoo and conditioner and oil, Ooh, which I had been using oil, but, man. I gotta tell you, this thing is super soft right now, it is as full as it's ever been. And I gotta say, I get well, when I go outside, it's not really any time that I go outside because you know, COVID's rampant. But when I get out when I go outside without a mask, people notice. People are noticing.
1: Find you a podcast that can seamlessly go from the conversation of the intricacies of the Rams 49ers rivalry and what it means that the Niners have won five in a row that can instantly transition into shampoo, beard and conditioner or beard, shampoo and conditioner is good. I love this podcast. This is my favorite podcast, Chase. I don't know if I told you that.
0: Well, here's the thing: we have the best viewers in the world, and they always bring the best comments, and they're part of the reason that I was able to transition to that. So we are nothing without the people who watch us, yes. if not push us with the content. So
1: I saw somebody in the comments asked how how often I dye my beard. I never have dyed my beard. beard. Oh, that man's
0: beard is legit. Yeah, that this, man, is, this is
1: this, this is 100% all natural.
0: Right, and that guy he grows that like you guys ever seen the Santa Claus like when he cuts the beard off and it immediately comes right back? Like me, I would have to sit here like the only reason this grew was because the world went to hell and i had to sit at home and my barber wasn't allowed to look that's kind of what's going
1: on with my hair
0: oh there you go yeah,
1: that's why my hair people make fun of the hair uh Brittany, what are sro's new year's goals for the podcast Ooh, ooh. uh you know i i, I like to keep it realistic just keep our steady climb i i think <laughs> if we can maintain that i'll be happy i think that that's my goal
0: yeah i agree i agree with that um george Thank you for the donation. George is killing it, man. Appreciate you, man. You're so generous. 49ers are considered a physical team. The Rams are considered a finesse team. The only way to beat the Rams is to run it down the throat. And if you do too much of those pass, if you do if you throw too much of those pass rushes, we'll eat play smart. Correct. 100 percent So a lot of a a lot of things we've been talking about, right? A lot of people have been, well, what happened to the whole McGlinchy Tom Compton thing? Because Tom Compton was the number one rated offensive lineman this past week in in football okay but a lot of that is Kyle Shanahan understanding playing to strengths and not putting him in bad spots and that's the thing with the, these Rams games he understands two things one I don't want to have my defense out there with the se- secondary trying to in a close game if they if they have the threat of the run and the pass trying to cover and two I am not going to have my lineman out there trying to block Aaron Donald a bunch of times von miller a bunch of times and just drop back a hundred times like that's just not the way to win so it's it's about kyle shanahan i well
1: i i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of disagree with george here because yes part of it is run the ball down their throat um but the way the niners throw the ball against the rams i mean they they really render the the pass rushers irrelevant because they're just getting quick passes they're they're literally they're taking what the rams give them that's why they're so successful is Shanahan sees what the Rams try to do in terms of the pass game against the Niners and as as Jason said like they they play that two man top and they're trying to prevent the big play so Shanahan said yeah i have a quarterback who you know in terms of Garoppolo Lance might be a different story we don't know um but we have a quarterback who's who. Yeah, he's not going to beat you deep, so we're just going to take the five yard dump. Let Kittle run in space because that's the other big thing. It's we talk we talk about the Yak brothers, the Niners' ability to run after the catch. Um, I don't know if that's like a a pun. I Come appreciate on. it. I know what he's doing. Well, I don't know if he's saying thumbs up for the podcast or if he's being punny. I don't know. It's punny. Um, hit that like button, Jimmy G's injured thumb. If if you like this podcast, thumbs up this podcast. Use your index um, finger though. Use your left, yeah. Keep that right thumb. Use your left thumb. Um, it, it really comes down to you know, the Niners have the Yak brothers with Kittle and, and Samuel and I some of the best receivers in the game and using that free space. And when teams are trying to stop you from going over the top, that means when you get those five-yard passes, you have plenty of space to work, right? So, so that's why I think that's why the Niners have so much success against the Rams as well. Is is the Rams defense, instead of preventing what the Niners do well, they literally play into what the Niners do well. And I think that's a large part um, as to, as to why the Niners are so good against the Rams. Right?
0: Yeah. Again, it's just philosophies and it's mentalities, right? Again, the Rams don't like getting hit. They don't like it. They don't like it. And if you don't think that this is in the mind of Sean McVay, I will point to the Monday night football (laughs) game earlier this year when the Rams had a gimme field goal. And Sean McVay said, oh, no, 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 no. We got to run a fake field goal. And it got sniffed out. Listen, it's in their mind. It's in his mind. He wants to win. And he's tired of it. Again, I'll, I'll use it again. Me and my little brother were playing Madden. And I'm telling him, hey, man, I'm going right. What you about to do about it? And I run right through him. Ma, stop. Tell him to stop. I'm tired of it. Ma, I'm not going to play anymore. That's Sean McVay. Yeah. That's Sean McVay right now with mm-hmm. Koshan in. And that's why I think Kyle Shanahan is being so abrasive right now. I think that he knows deep down in his heart he can win this game either way. Either way, he also is tired of answering the questions. But again, that's the consequences of your own actions, Kyle. But yeah, yeah like that. No, it is. It is
1: hundred yeah, percent. No, no, I, I absolutely yeah. agree. Because like, like, there's a reason they keep asking. It's because he's not giving answers, and like, it's literally the media's job. He like. Yeah. He's, he's getting mad at the media for asking questions, which I don't blame him for because a lot of football guys like Bill Belichick want to keep this shit quiet. But right, I'll digress.
0: Odds that the SRO does a crossover with the Rams podcast to quote the great Mike Tomlin: "Never say never, but never." Not this. Oh, way. I was
1: not this way. No, I, uh, yeah, I was going to say to quote Vincent McMahon: "Never say never." Um, right. But we we nice. both got our quote. Uh, Matthew Yukozomi. Kirigiri, Geary, I apologize. Uh, we've been owning the Rams since before McVay. Remember Jeff Fisher? Well, yeah, no, I, I, well. I. But but I think it's a little different because Jeff Fisher. I mean, the joke is seven and nine Rams. McVay took this Rams team to a Super Bowl, and this Rams team has consistently been a playoff team of the Niners. And that Super them, no Bowl what. year,
0: and that Super Bowl year, they kind of whipped up on the Niners a little bit. They kind of they kind of whipped up on the Niners. It was after that when when Garoppolo showed up, mm-hmm. and they actually had him play was when things kind of switched so um let's just remember that uh justin get some in and out jason i'm not talking about in and out appreciate you justin i am big not In-N-Out talking yet. about that anymore
1: big in and out talking
0: about it anymore here don he is don burr
1: don burr how you doing hey who did the lions play this week
0: let's go my boy i'm assuming
1: it's either the packers bears or vikings uh don burr hey man this is week 18 this is the last game of the season don burr if you're still here i i mcveigh is cannot be six and three against no the he's lost five straight. He's, he's lost, lost five, five straight yeah. uh don burt i i love that you've been here since week one and since yeah, before week one there we go McVay, i think he had a backwards three six. and six yes there we go um, yeah but he was three and one was and three then and he one, lost and five straight. um but i'm excited that don Burr's still here uh Hell I, yeah. I know i know i know we say your name a lot and, and it's kind of turned into a meme but we love you and we no, it's not you. a
0: meme you're a part hey, of 49ers Twitter now, Don. You're bro. a part of
1: 49 I'm still waiting for the follow from him. I think I found him. I'm not going to say his name on Twitter because he wants to keep it private, but I think I found him. They got uh, the Packers this week. They got the Packers this week. Go beat Aaron Rodgers. Go have fun with that. I, I, is Rodgers even playing? Yeah. Is he? Okay, because the Packers are playing for literally nothing.
0: Yeah. He, uh, okay. he this They, they kind of came out today and saying that. So, but uh, This isn't
1: a Packers podcast, but. Jason's
0: basketball. everywhere. Appreciate you, Berman Uh, Jason I mean, is you're, everywhere. You're everywhere, buddy. You're everywhere. You, you I promise you, like, whenever anything good happens to the Lions, or or unfortunately bad, we're just like, damn it, man. Like, we are like, aside from week one, we know it's Detroit versus everybody, but aside from week one, we're all man. low-key Lions fans because yeah. of you, man.
1: We love it. Um, Michael Maness has a question, and it's a question that I actually kind of wanted to touch on. Uh, does it feel like the Rams are due? That's I mean, point. they lost the last five.
0: Law of that's averages it. says yes.
1: Yes. Like, like, as fun as it is to say the Niners are going to win this game because Kyle Shanahan dominates Sean McVay, I, I don't think that's a, a, a fair thing to say because it's, it's way deeper than that. All it takes, like, I guarantee you, Jason, we're talking about this two-man over top preventing the big play. All it takes is the Rams to change the way they do that, right? Go one top, stop the, stop the underneath stuff. And this game is totally different, right? That that's all it takes. That small thing. Now, whether or not they're going to make a big adjustment like that, I don't know. Um, But like, like it, I I think this is a very fair question to ask. And, and yeah, the Rams are definitely do. I think if we're talking in the law of what do means, if we're talking about a baseball player, who's won for 17, we say they're due, right? They're due for a hit. The Rams are due for a win, and I don't think there's a better time for the Los Angeles Rams to beat the San Francisco 49ers than in a situation where they can not only clinch the NFC West but can knock the 49ers out of the playoffs. So, yeah, I would say the Rams feel like they're due.
0: Think about this. You know how people say, man, you can't beat a team three times in a season?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Five? They absolutely do. And that's a fine way of looking at it. I am being a Homer positive. Oh wow, that's a word positive because you know I'm so negative from from what everybody says about me on Twitter and everything. <laughs> I'm always so negative, always right? Like most I, like negative, I man. yeah, I, the most negative guy. Just because I do a show with Grant Cohn once a week, you know, I'm so negative, right? Like negative. Me and him are, yeah, me and him are just super negative.
1: I've always called you negative, Aponte,
0: but. At the same time, man, I just have faith in Kyle Shanahan. I believe in Kyle Shanahan. I believe in what this offensive philosophy can do. And I believe in what my eyes have told me about the Rams and how they react to winning teams. If they beat the 49ers, they're not only breaking a streak of five losses to the 49ers, they're breaking their streak of actually beating a team with a winning record. And I know they beat the Ravens and they have a winning record. I get that. But that's not Lamar Jackson. So for me, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. So they have to show me something that they haven't been able to do, not only in two or three years, they haven't been able to do all year, basically. So that's where I'm at with it. And that sounds like a homer tape, but realistically, there's three. Um, it's about the fact that they can't beat winning teams. That's it. They can't beat winning teams, man. They just can't. They are not built like that. They take their ball. They go home when they are punched in the face, when things don't go well. And that's where I'm at with it.
1: I I like the realistically counter. Maybe we'll get a graphic. We'll we'll get a graphic on the screen and I'll press a button every time. Um, So, yeah, man. I I mean, I I absolutely agree. I believe in Kyle Shanahan for this game. I I always have. Uh, Don Burr doesn't seem to have the trust in Stafford. Uh, JK, don't read this one.
0: this one. Don't read it. Just leave it up there. This is really good, though. Um, yeah, yeah, this is a great comment, man. This is a really great comment. Okay. You know why? I feel that one in my soul. <laughs> and I feel personally attacked and seen a little bit. But I get it.
1: Anyways, I believe in Kyle Shanahan. But it, it, as I said, it's a little it, – it, it's it's deeper than that, man. This, this – As we said, and and obviously the Monday night game, it kind of changed my view on it where like, you know, we both think the Rams to win the first one. Oh yeah. We're not running away from that. Bozo, uh, we don't know anything. We're podcasters. We don't, oh, uh, yeah, know.
0: that's what you get. you trying to drum up a click beats. Uh, you're trying to you drum up clicks <laughs> to your podcast. My, my favorite entirety.
1: take, and it, and it kind of reared its head because uh, Jordan shared my uh, draft at da- my uh, pro day tape is people like these are the people who are trying to tell you who should be the quarterback. I'm like, I've never told anybody who should be the quarterback. I just give my opinions, whether you want to take it or not, whatever. Um,
0: ah, uh, we don't uh, we don't acknowledge people that are weirdos behind burner accounts, they don't deserve our attention. Well,
1: well, I mean, especially considering it's January, he should know what it's like just meeting up at a place with a bunch of friends and and you know just having a good time. In your opinion, the right? problem
0: is, is this particular person that you're speaking about is miserable, a terrible person, a dumbass. On top of all of those things, Damn. so like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you heard hey. what I, said. I don't care. Hey. I hope you're hey, watching, okay. buddy. I hope you're watching, buddy. I know who you are. Don't play with me.
1: Uh, anyways, yeah, man, it, it's it's. <sighs> It's hard for me to sit back and be confident in the 49ers to win this game because of what the Rams can be. That's all it is. And, and, and I think that's always going to be in the back of my mind. Um of of yes, I get it. The Niners have won five in a row. They 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 beat the they they beat the Rams with Matt Stafford, even though I I never thought they could. Um, But but it's it's deeper than that. If the Rams play their game and and actually figure out a way to stop the Niners run game. This is a this is a this is a different this is a different conversation. And and I, I really, really hope that that
0: if you know, you know, and everybody else seems to know in the comments exactly who I'm talking about. He don't deserve attention. But again, don't talk shit behind a block. Remember, I know who you are. I know who you are. And I seen you in 4K, bro. Don't play with me. I let it slide, though. I let it slide because it's all about positivity. Matt, thank you, bro. I let it slide. thank
1: you for the donation.
0: I I Um, let it slide because it's all about positivity in 2022, bro. We're not giving no negative energy, but don't play with me.
1: So, so listen, man, I I really hope on Monday we come back and we have a conversation about how Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McFay. I'm not confident that's the case right now. That's all I'm going to say. Um about that uh jason we're at about 45 minutes so we want to roll into the predictions or what do you want to do
0: well i just want to say before well i guess we could say it after let's just go to the predictions and then we'll talk about
1: that okay uh before the predictions jason i'm going to say some words i'm going to recommend you to go to the private chat we have real quick i don't know if you've seen it yet um, while I- you're doing that i am going to say if you're new here if you're old here and haven't done it yet jason aponte's youtube channel is my favorite youtube channel i've i've heard of whispers that people are saying he's the 2021 version of jenna marbles in terms of popularity and fun and knowledge i've heard that i i don't know if anybody else has um so so subscribe like all the videos turn on those notifications because jason aponte is a fantastic fantastic youtuber and uh he's he's my favorite youtuber jason I told you my prediction before mm. the show. Do you want me to start with my prediction or do you want to start with yours?
0: Mm, um. Well, first of all, before we do that, you were talking about YouTube. Shout out to everybody in here. We passed yes. 5,000 subs. Right now, it's not Jason Aponte. It's 5KJ is what we're running with. And I appreciate all of you. Podcast over. No predictions. Yeah, no <laughs> predictions. We're done. No. I'm
1: never calling you 5KJ. <laughs>
0: Uh, you don't have to you don't have to it's out there but no i appreciate all of you guys again when we started this you know when i started this channel when we started this podcast we would never have thought that anybody would have ever cared anything like that but yes man appreciate you guys mad we're working on it you know the only reason that i don't do a call-in show man is i'm seeing some of the things that happen with other people and i'm I'm nervous man
1: not enough yeah there's not enough control of a call and if we ever get to a point with like a producer, which like, that's way, way down the road. We could talk about it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, but we, we do our best, you know, we, we do have uh, I mean, comments are a way of having callers. Uh, and, and also we talk about, uh, you know, after dark, things like that. So we, 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 we try our best to, to have as much conversation going. Yeah. Uh, and we can
0: do it right now in the comments, but I've seen too many things happen mm-hmm. to other people that is, is so childish. And I just look, I'll tell you this. And this is a shout out to Jesse Naylor man cuz I saw what happened to him on his on his on um, channel. This is terrible man. If right now after I built this up to 5000, I got it taken away, I don't know if I'd have the heart to immediately go right yeah. back and start it up again, man. I really don't. I just I just don't. I I applaud him because he won't be stopped, but I I I couldn't. I just yeah. couldn't, man. I couldn't. I would be I would be devastated, man. I would yeah. be devastated, especially because how long all of this took. And I know for a fact it would never go right back. So, um, yeah. Justin, real quick, uh, feel a lot better with Josh Norman off the field. Shut out. Exactly. So, yeah, that's the good thing about Ambrey Thomas, right, is everybody's like, well, everybody's flipping the script on Ambrey Thomas. Well, it's also that we really don't want to see Josh Norman on the field. But, yeah, let's get to predictions. Let's do it.
1: Rams 27, 49 or 17. Get his I mean, ass off the pod. Kick his ass out, man. On me, man. Um, listen, uh, as I said – if there's going to be a game, and and I'm going to make a deal with you guys right now, if the Rams lose this game, I'm not picking the Rams to beat the Niners until they prove they can beat the Niners. Um, I wish I I wish I was as as, as convinced on the Shanahan Owens McVeigh thing as you guys are. I, I'm just looking at the pure talent and the Niners have a ton of talent. I get it. But you, you look at the quarterback position, regardless of who it is, I, I have to believe Matt Stafford's going to have a better game than he did the first time. I would like to think I live in a world where I like to think teams adjust. Uh, and I like to think the Rams will adjust this game defensively. They haven't done it. And I'm hoping the six times I'm not hoping I'm hoping they don't adjust, but my prediction is, is, is they will adjust. I'm going to go Rams 27. I'm going to go Niners 17, and I'm not going to give a prediction on the Saints-Falcons because if that happens, it would come down to Saints-Falcons, and I don't want to be put in a position where I rely on the Atlanta Falcons because that doesn't seem like a fun thing to do. But that, that's just where I'm at right now, and that could change on Sunday, man. I could wake up Sunday and be like, no, the Niners are winning this game. But right now as of 6:17 p.m. on January 7, 2022 – I'm going Rams 27, 49ers 17. And I went first because Jason Aponte, what's your prediction?
0: The 49ers are playing for the hopes of 49ers fans and America. No pressure, buddy. And what I mean by that is if the 49ers lose and the Saints win, you as football-consuming Americans will have to watch Taysom Hill actually try to quarterback in a wild card game. And nobody in America wants that. Nobody. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nobody in America wants that. 49ers win this game 27 to 20. It's going to be a lot closer. The 49ers are going to be in a much bigger dogfight. I expect the Rams to come out here and not lay an egg because for whatever reason, the last five times that the 49ers have played the Rams, the Rams have played their worst game of the season every single time. And you cannot, law of averages, expect that to happen. I have too much faith in what Kyle Shanahan can do, this team, this moment the physicality of this team, which is something that nobody wants to see. The Rams definitely don't want to see. And while the Rams have improved and run defense, they still haven't done something that is impressing me, which is win against winning teams. I got the 49ers in the playoffs, and they don't need the Falcons' help at all. They don't. And uh, that's a homer take. Cool. But right now, from what I know, schematically, from what I know, what Kyle wants to do, And it really doesn't matter what quarterback starts in this game. I'm also going to say that I am much more worried if Trent Williams can't go. If Trent Williams Mm -hmm. does, for some reason, doesn't play, which I expect him to fully play. If Trent Williams doesn't, yeah, if he doesn't play, the 49ers don't win. I don't care who the quarterback is. Not Trey, not Aaron Rodgers, not Jesus. I don't care. But if Trent Williams plays, doesn't really matter. And if Jimmy Ward's back and the secondary is healthy and you're getting this entire defense back, and you know what they want to do. Matthew Stafford is leading the league in pick sixes. This team has been great on defense week after week. The one thing that they want to do is run the ball, and the 49ers have been great at running run defense. Give me the 49ers 27 to 20. It's going to be a closer game than it's been. Obviously, you can't expect what's going to happen in Monday Night Football, but the 49ers will be playing next week based on that.
1: There you go. Paul, thank you for the donation. This is the best duo on YouTube. If this Sunday is the end, it's been a hell of a ride with you dudes. I'll be in L.A. on Sunday. Are you going to the game, Paul? Uh, so let's go Niners. Um, hey, we appreciate it, Paul. You've been here since day one. We love Enjoy you. Enjoy the game,
0: buddy. Enjoy, Enjoy the, game. the game. And, and be I, loud. Anybody who's going to that game, be loud, man. Mm-hmm. Let them know. None, there are no Rams fans. There's five of them.
1: Paul, I hope this game goes better for you than the Wolves-Man U game went on Monday for you. Uh, I had to add that in there. No, um, he's
0: talking. He's talking football the other time. Kick his ass out, man.
1: Footy, um, Jason, I'll I'll leave it up to you. The question I asked in the chat because I haven't seen yeah. a response. All right. Yeah, up to All you. Right.
0: We're gonna end the audio portion here. How about some sprint right option after dark? I Just mean, a bit. we're gonna have fun. It's the it's the the last game of the season, season finale. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun. Ask some questions if they're directly like directly correlated to the game. Cool. If you want to talk about. What they should do during the season. If you want to talk about every other thing, because it seems like we talk about life.
1: If you guys want to talk about life, let's talk right. about life. We're here. Hey, we're, we want to keep it light though, because listen, um, this is going to be a stressful game. The, the the Niners are playing for their playoff life. Let's let's just have fun with this conversation. Let's let's talk. The anchor, we appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. Uh, and, and of course, man, we, we, Jason and I are both mental health advocates. We we really appreciate that. Comment. For sure. Um, so yeah, so le- we're going to try and keep it light. Cause this game is going to be stressful. Um, it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a fun watch, uh, because if the Niners fall behind seven, nothing, you know, early on, you're going to see my timeline go into a meltdown. You're going to see a lot of timelines going to meltdown. So let's, let's just have some fun. Let's have some relaxing conversation. Let's talk football. You got a question about football. Let's talk about it. Um, Josh, we'll, we'll we'll start with this question uh, uh, after because we're wrapping up this podcast portion. So, uh, audio listeners, this is the end. Uh, hopefully we have a good podcast, uh, a positive podcast for you come Sunday or Monday whenever we end up recording. Um, Jason Aponte, as always.
0: It's been a pleasure serving by your side for this season, Andrew Pasquini. And also, let's go Niners.